If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Episode 40, right? Holy shit, we turned 40? <laughs> Episode 40, talk scary to me. And go. <laughs> I literally just got out of working out and doing my hip thrust and I was like, I got to go record. I'm so jealous that you're doing hip <laughs> thrusts. Hi, Scout. Everybody. Hi, babe. How are oh, you? I am good. I am just finally recovering, I think, from yeah. our weekend of uh, at Houston Horror Film Festival. The talk scary to me live. I'm just getting it together. How are you? Where'd you go? I'm right here. Oh, what are you talking about? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. How, okay. How are you feeling? What's happening? <laughs> I can hear you. So if my if my video goes out, like it's I can I can hear you. Okay. I'll text okay. you if I can't hear you. No worries. Okay. Um. Yeah, Danielle, would you talk about um our talk scary to me live event? It went fucking great. Yeah, I man. Mean, it went like what did we have like a hundred and something people? Yeah, really cool little room. I'll, I have to tell you, though, I Felissa fucking cracks me up. So you guys right? don't know, we we asked Felissa Rose to be a guest on stage. And wow, she's like, I thought I you like she can give us a run for our money. Oh, I know. Seriously, a lot of people were requesting that we have her as a guest. And I think they're yes. absolutely correct that that needs to happen. Yes, yes. Because I for sure learned so much from her. So guys, some of the stuff that we learned from her, I didn't know this. So we talked about um, on the live event, because this isn't being streamed, um, about a p- penis sizes being too big. Um, and what women can do, because that, that is that, that that's like a, a thing like men, yeah. some men just have larger penises. And, you know, I feel like it's a puzzle piece. Like you've got to, you've got to find the right penis that matches your vagina, you know, side shape, and and all of that. So she was telling us, um, that you can get, she's saying that you can get it at doctors. Like you can go to your doctor and explain the issue and then they can give you dilators or something. Yeah. And they give you dilator thingy. We have to look that up and see if that's real. So it has to be apparently there's like, like crazy, 
like something you put up in your vagina and it dilates it open so it can accommodate a larger penis. But why would you want to do that to yourself? Well, I, I guess if you fell in love with someone. Yeah. Well, I, I always mean, I think so too, is because like, you know, when you go to sex shops and, you know, they have like the porn stars, they have their penis, you know, penises or whatever that you can take home, yeah. blah, 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 mold, the mold of their dicks. Yes. Some of those yes. guys are massive, man. Yeah. And I'm I guess like, so. Maybe it was developed for porn. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was. We need to look up and see what this is because this know, is crazy. You know what we need to do is we need to get like a porn star like on. Yeah. No, everything yeah. about that world. That How many times you do it, the filmmaking, like, you know, what if the guy comes too quick? Like what happens? Like, right. And- I want to know the skinny. Cause I like, I watch a lot of those documentaries Do you watch mm-hmm. those like about porn stars and how they got into it and like kind of yeah. about the business and about, especially because there's a lot of women filmmakers that are doing it yeah. now, which I think is really cool. Um, and yeah, I would love the skinny on all of that stuff. So I do know, so the movie that I just did, um, I don't remember who it was because we were on a night shoot, but one of the crew members had come from that industry filming Mm -hmm. that, that stuff. And he said, this is something really interesting because we were talking about, oh, how we have like intimacy, like, you know, people that come in and he was like, oh yeah, they have that for, for, um, pornos as well. I was like, wait, 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 what? What do you mean? Coordinators? Well, he was like, well, not intimacy coordinators, but they have um, people that come in like, you know, sex scenes go on for like three to four hours. So how does the guy, how does the girl stay, you know? So they have a lot of those for like the men, like. Like fluffers? Yeah, fluffers. (laughs) Like a fluffer to keep the, the man going or whatever. And oh I my think God. that's so interesting. So there's I, like, just like, it's like your stand-in. Yeah. You imagine? It's, your it's, it, it's your stand-in that has to do the, <laughs> the shit in between. And you're just, you're, your first team, first team comes in, but I guess there's no stand-in for a man. No, that, well, that's my, that's my like interest is like, like that's hard. That's hard for a guy. I can see how a woman could probably do it for, yeah, no pun intended. I could see how a woman could do it for so long. Um, I don't know. I mean, doesn't your, doesn't it fucking hurt after lube? Um, It's gotta hurt after like, I mean, even with a ton of lube, a half a bottle in 45 minutes, I'm like, oh my God, leave me alone. But I guess porn's not 45 minutes. No, no, porn is not. I mean, I mean the filming process beginning to end. Yeah, there's like, yeah, that's it. Probably like 20 <sighs> minutes, maybe. Crazy, man. That is so nuts. I don't know. But we'll have to get someone on here for sure to talk about it. So if you guys know any porn stars, let us know. Our way. Come on as guests. <laughs> Send them our oh, way, joy. It, Our, our love. I was, it was super, super. I mean, I was almost embarrassed like at how naughty it was. I really I kept, like trying to kind of like hide my face. I think I was just so shocked at like how open Felissa was about everything. And like, you know, and she was like, hell yeah. Like liking it up the butt and like how she came 17 times the first time she had sex. I mean, I was like, really? I think you were embarrassed too, because your husband was right there. 
and because and because it was it, we were in front of people we were in here front of people. we're not yeah. we're oh, not in yeah. front of people yeah. you know i don't know man i think our fan base is so fucking cool that i felt so comfortable with yeah. everybody and how people were like engaging and jumping yes. up and like yes. like having a good time and like shouting like questions and then coming on stage i know my place. god like, even though we almost got up. lit on fire on stage the, oh like god, the one the one man. candle i had i was like oh my god we're gonna go up in <laughs> but <laughs> i think it was so good i i really yeah. do I, I think that's like a a really that we are able to bring to like these cons and these oh, shows. Yeah. It was like, just so fun. It was just yeah. such a good time. Like we just, it was just something different to like kind of get you out of the horror movie that we're actors mode and just like hang out. Cause we don't get yeah. to go to the, a lot of times we don't go to the VIP parties and stuff because yeah. we're just so exhausted. So it was nice to just like hang out with all, with everybody under yeah. different circumstances. Totally. And John Abrams, who was our yes. other guest, um, he was so sweet. His answers were so like, so good, like very, like very gentlemanlike. <laughs> which is I know, really I know. It's, we were, it's good we were. to know the types of people, you know. Um, it's true. Yeah, it, was it was perfect. Fun. They were like the perfect balanced guests for us. Yes, 100%. Oh, guys, thank you, everybody so that did attend the show. Yeah, We loved it. So thank you guys so much. And hopefully you loved your goodies. I know you guys have been tagging us with all your um, goodies that you got in our bags. And I'm, I'm very happy that you guys have those things and now have um, some of our merch is out there to be. Bold. Yes. And it oh should be God. this week now that we've like had like got our show out of the way, like we can actually like get our merch online and you know have it up on the oh, web, yeah. on our website and uh on danielharris.com until we get our talk scary to me website of course and hey. um you know we'll be making i'll be i'll be making and pressing some more shirts and some more hats and all that fun stuff got yes. orders coming in which yes. is great and we love seeing you guys wearing our stuff it makes us so so happy and all the gifts you guys gave us all the things that you made and all the yes. cool things. So that was, that was really awesome. And oh, I, thank you guys. So we're trying to do some more shows. You guys We're trying to do, I, I mean, I, I, I'll give you a little, a little teaser. Let's just say that we are planning on doing a show overseas. I won't tell you when I won't yeah. tell you where we're going to go. Where. Don't tell me. For Don't the love of geez, scout, <laughs> you're giving it away. <laughs> So we're sorry. To- I don't think so. We're trying to. I, I feel like we can get some really good guests there too, and I think that that's kind of like the the thing that we we figured out with these live events. It's it's much better when we have like guests that can chime in and do that kind of stuff. We also did something that was really really cute. Is we played Never Have I Ever with yes. all the fans, and I didn't not even ever cool. think about guys faking orgasms. Yeah, I didn't either. I don't know why that never popped into my mind. Did you guys know I, that guys fake orgasms? I guess I have. I'd known because my guy friends, like a few guy friends have told me of that. But I, you know, trying to figure out how they can actually do that, because obviously it's an outer. <laughs> yeah. It's an outer show rather than an inner show. Oh, you see my dog right here. Jaxie Poo. Yes. He's <laughs> like, Is she, or I think you're boring. <laughs> yeah. Can you shut the fuck up? I want to take a nap. Um, anyway. So, but yeah, but my guy friends, one of my guy friends told me a story and he was like, you know, yeah, you just pull out and you, you hold the tip of the, you know, your penis in your hand and you just fake like a woman would like that you ejaculated into your hand. And then you just excuse yourself to go clean yourself up. And then wow. there's nothing there just to end it. 
Well, wow. fuck it. If guys can, if girls can do it all the time, fucking men can do it. I swear. But for a guy to have to do that, I wonder what is going on. Is it whiskey dick? Is there too much on and is going on? Is, is he numb? I mean, that's like a maybe he thing, didn't want to do it in the first place, but felt pressured. I mean, it's the same stuff, oh, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, a lot maybe. of my guy friends have said that they felt pressured and they're like by, what by women or other really men like, or both. By, by women, you know. Really? It can be forceful. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, I'm in this position. What do I? What do I do? And and I know there's a stigma around it that like, oh yeah, this girl, you know, the girl's on to me. I'm going to fuck her. But it's like, you know, some guys don't want to do it too, you know, but right, they have right. a hard time saying no or whatever. I think it goes both ways. Interesting. So there was, there was a, a guy, this, I forgot the story, but um, yeah. there was a guy that I worked with a million years ago. And uh, when I was much younger and then like I got older and still thought he was super cute and we were still friends and you know, um, we'd never, we've been friends for many years, but we'd never hooked up or anything like that. And then I think I was, I was probably in my late twenties, I think had a party. And this was when I was in like my hardcore bottom almost of my sex addiction. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoever I was calling that night wasn't coming over. It might've been Jeremy Renner. Actually, it was someone that I really, really, really liked and wasn't like, wasn't answering my call. And I was getting more buzz as the time was going on and getting more pissed off and, waiting for the text and waiting for the text. So I remember saying to my guy friend with a bunch of other people around like, Hey, can I go back to your house and fuck? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, let's go. We had never even hooked up. Wow. And I was like, wait, 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 before we go back. He was like, um, yeah, sh- sure. And I was like, wait, before we go, we need to go up into my room and at least like make out to see if there's chemistry. Cause I just had no idea if it would even be worth my time. And yeah. went up to my room and hooked up and I was like, okay, there's something there. Let's go back to your house. Cause I was having people over. So I went back Damn, to his fast. house. I was like, fuck it. Let's get out of here. It's just me being pissed. Did you ever do that where you were just pissed off? What do they call yeah. that? Revenge sex, I guess. Yes. Back to his house. And we, he had whiskey dick. Oh could no. Not, couldn't get it up. We couldn't do it. He kept going soft. And I was like the, the my whiskey was wearing off myself. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is just probably going to fuck up our friendship. And I was like, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to go. And I left and went home and was like, oh my God, I should have never fucking done that. And then for months after that, he was trying to like prove it that he was like, it just was that one time. And I swear to God, it's never happened. Like, I'm so sorry. I feel so fucking stupid and trying to like make it happen again, you know, just to like make himself feel better about what had happened. And I was just like, it's not even worth it. I don't even like, that was just, that was just a one, like, I didn't want it to become that thing that friends with benefits that Sometimes, mm-hmm. well, most of the time never works out. So, so I was like, okay, forget it. But I still, for years and years and years, I still, I mean, I can't help every time I, you know, see him pop up in a feed or on TV or whatever. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. That night, that night that I had to <laughs> fucking pull that, that stupid shit. Poor guy. I feel so bad. God, it's so, it's so funny. Like, um, I mean, you and I have both had things with people that are, you know, either in bands or on TV or whatever, or on radios or whatever. So it's so, it's so funny that like every time, you know, still me, like every time I see someone that I have, you know, slept with on TV or whatever, it's just like, it will always go back always. to right, that. Right. That's the first thing you think of when you see them. When <laughs> but I see not, them not everybody, not normal. They don't have that. 
you know, they're not going <laughs> to see their fucking like one night stand, two night stands, fucking hooks up or, or, you know, that you had in a, uh, like in a relationship with. They're not going to see these people on billboards and fucking TV and hear their music. Right. So right, right. like, I feel like we just have that too much like that. You just that, cringe. You're just like, Ugh. and then you always, can't say like, I don't want to say the names because it's ruining it. Like, no, nah, I mean, there's been tons of people yeah. like, really? Really? Yeah, never exactly. Time I right. See, I, that guy used to like his movies. Never time I see him, I've been thinking about him fucking yeah. my wife. Forget it. Yeah. Don't tell me anymore. Yeah. So I try to, I, I try to keep the names away. But what are you going to do? You know, I, know. I mean, that's, that's like, that's, that's just, anyone in the entertainment business, I guess. Is. Right. Yeah. It's just what it is. But I almost did that with Tom. I literally almost did that. And I was just like, uh, uh, stop yourself, Scout. Don't say it. Don't, Don't think say it. Tom wants to hear about, oh yeah, that I suck. Nope. What? Oh yeah. There, there's that, that, oh, that guy looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen him I've worked with him somewhere before. He's a friend of mine. I'm super open and honest and I really, really want to be in like my relationship and stuff. So I've been very like open with Tom, like, especially like if I saw someone at like a party, like we were at a party, um, maybe a couple months ago and my ex-boyfriend was there, um, in my early twenties, ex-boyfriend, um, somebody that I dated for like, like on, on set, like boyfriend. Right. And, um, and a little bit after it was actually the guy that I told you about that cheated with me with the, um, extra. Oh, at, oh yes. yeah. <laughs> the yes. rap party. And I was like, mom, yes. I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Aww. So I hadn't seen him in a really long time. And he came up to me and he hugged me and, um, I was like, Hey, and then I was like, this is my boyfriend. And he was like, oh, hi. And I was like, yeah. And then I just turned to Tom and I was like, I just want you to know, like, this is, you know, an ex of mine, like, whatever. And and then they became friends. Oh, they were like talking nice. the entire okay. night. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And, oh, and Tom's God. super like understanding. He's like, we all have past. I was like, yeah, well, if you introduce me to yours, fuck that shit. My husband's not so <laughs> understanding. He's like you. I'm like, Tom, I'm like, cool. I want to know the story. You're yeah. with me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you always David's have like, one of them. No. Yeah, it's true. He's like, I don't want to fight. Don't. But he also says stuff like, don't have it be an ex-boyfriend and not tell me mm-hmm. and let me befriend him. And then all of a sudden yeah. I find out, you know, way later on that you used to have sex with them. He's like that, like that is for sure. will fucking piss me off where yeah. I, so I just don't say anything anymore ever about anything because it's just yeah. easier because <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You know, like, I don't like, he doesn't really need to know that stuff. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not like there's anybody that I have, that I have in my life anymore at all that I've had sex with, except for my husband. So I don't really have to worry about that anymore. Thank God. Um, so yeah. You're kind of work with in the future. <laughs> hey, we got some good, we got some interesting fan questions. Um, and Great. I, don't, I think we were, we were, should I talk fan questions to Yeah, you? let's do it. Do it. Talk fan um, questions to me. I don't think that we covered this one. Um, okay. so, or either one of these, I'm pretty sure we didn't, but so I'm going to just read them to you just in case. Okay. Um, Oh, what is this? Something just popped up in my computer. Ageless dating. I have a confession to make. I like much younger men. I think that was like a spam porn. Some, some bullshit that came up on my computer just now for me probably. Being <laughs> porn. Um, nice. Okay. So this is from Allie. Uh, they say they are 36 years old and they've got a boyfriend who's 37 with no motivation at all in his life. He has no job, no money. And all he does is play video games when I've been working and paying our rent for years. I've been with him for four years. He was divorced shortly before we started dating and living together. 
He has a lot of mental issues that make it difficult for their relationship to move forward. When we started, we had a lot of sex and I fell in love with him, but now I just feel used and exhausted. He showers once a month and usually stays in the bedroom all day unless he eats. Uh, <laughs> what? what? We have more than one bedroom, so we don't even sleep in the same room anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, my question is, how long do I have to do this and how do I get out of this relationship? He has suicidal ideation. So if I break up with him, he's either going to end up in a psych ward or homeless. And I care too much to do that to him. I finished college in my twenties and I've been independent working for a while. I just don't know how to help him or get him motivated anymore. Thanks. I love you guys really struggling over here. If he can't even shower or get, or get out, how can we ever get married or have kids? Yikes. Sincere, sincerely, Ali. Um, oh my God. Scout. What would you do? You know, you can't, I mean, I, I've kind of been that person that has stayed with someone, especially because they've had mental issues and, or they threaten to do things if I were to leave them, their relationship. And then I was in that relationship for so fucking long and my life took a beating for it and just yeah. halted and everything in my life halted. And we say this all the time. You've got one life guys. And I, I understand like you caring about someone, but you've got to put yourself first. Um, hopefully this person has family members that you yeah. know about that you can reach out to and just let them know what is happening and that you, you know, them to have, you know, a safe, like safe people around them, but you no longer can be in this relationship and you just are worried about this person. I mean, that's like, that's all you can yeah. do, but you can't stay in that relationship. And you can't have kids and be like, don't even no. think about having kids. Don't and being married. Even. You think you've got, I mean, you already have a child to take care of. How's that working for you? No, that's like, no, 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 no. Um, you, you wouldn't want, you shouldn't want to bring uh, a, a kid into that sort of relationship. Yeah. Like there, there's, there's what kind of yeah. example is that? Is that, you know, what, you know, you have, whether you have a boy or a girl or what, what kind of example is that setting for your daughter yeah. that that's acceptable that her mom allows that. And then for your how son long did you like, say they were together? Um, it's like four years. Yeah. And she's been, and she's been taking care of it the entire time. No, um, yeah, Guys, you gotta come. Uh, you gotta see the red flags a little years. bit more. I used to be. He was I, divorced before they started dating and living together. I wonder, you know, what happened in, yeah. in his past relationship that he's so fucking unmotivated. But you can't yeah. do that. You can't put up with that. You've got to just honestly. You'll feel so much better if you just pull the plug and stand yeah. up for yourself and say we need to have a talk and take a deep breath and just say this is not working for me. I just can't do this anymore. I am not happy and it's obvious you're not happy either. So we need to figure out what to do to make ourselves happy and if that means not being together, that means not being together. And if one person wants in, the other one doesn't, it, you can't it's just not going to work. Yeah. And and if you think that it's like safer like when I had to have a, a talk with an ex of mine that was threatening to kill himself, I made sure that I called his mom and mm. his dad and just let them know that that was the day that I was going to talk to him if they okay. wanted to be around or if they wanted whatever. And, and they did, they, they chose for me to do it at their house, oh, you know, shit. so they could be around because so they knew, they knew they that he was, they knew he that he was serious problems stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's something that you want to do, if you want to reach out to the family member and have them close by, He's not alone when you do leave, but you just, you got to get out of that, that hole. Cause you're going to die in that hole. And <laughs> I also not- feel like, I mean, this may be taken the wrong way, but because I've been in the situation where 
someone has taken their life and it was said that it was my fault. I do not believe that that is the case. And if this, this person that you're involved with does do something to themselves at some point, you know, this is a grown man and this is nothing that you have caused. This is someone that has their own demons that they have to deal with. And you can't take responsibility for someone else's actions and, mm-hmm. and not, you know, do something because you're afraid of what someone's going to do. That's not the yeah. way you want to live your life. You're, you're yeah. really, you know, you've got to take care of yourself and this person needs to get, to get taken care of too, but it doesn't need to be by you. And really, you know, I, I thought about it too. I was like, so maybe I do need to make this tough decision and I need to leave this toxic relationship so this person can lose something that might help him get the help that he wants. Did, did your did your ex ever get the help after that or no? I think so. Yeah, God. I think so. I, I think he did go get the help that, you know, I think he went actually into like a, a program for a while. Yeah. You know, the, um, I would say you can, they, this person can also do, um, Ali, you can do, um, uh, Al-Anon as well. Cause mm-hmm. it sounds like you've got a codependent relationship going on and maybe stepping into an Al-Anon meeting for other people that are struggling to get out of a relationship because yeah. the person's an addict. Um, and you're afraid they might do something to, you know, they're afraid for the person as well. You might get some, a little bit of insight on that. You're not alone in this situation and sort of what everybody else has been through. I definitely know Al-Anon's helped me and a bunch of my girlfriends leave, you know, abusive or relationships that were really not serving them. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 that's very smart. That's very smart. I was going to say SLA too, but I feel like, I don't know. I mean, if, if you feel like you, you know, there's a reason why you've stuck in this for four years, maybe there's some stuff that you need to do some work on yourself. I mean, we've always, yeah. I mean, guys, we advertise better help, but um, we're not just advertising it. <laughs> you know, we use, we use this shit. <laughs> Therapy is key, y'all. Therapy is key. I've been doing that's it right. my entire life, guys, my yep. entire yep. life. So, um, yeah, cool. Um, okay. So here's another one. Are you hope that helps Ali? And I hope you, uh, that you're going to be okay. I know you will be, I promise. And once you are, will you let us know that you've, yes. you, you did it and we support you and, um, wish you the best of luck. Yes, so here's yes. another person that needs our help. Um, so the, we can use her story, but for obvious reasons, they're going to stay anonymous. They've been with their boyfriend for four and a half years. They've got two. Did I read this? I don't think I did. They've got two, um, two kids together and one on the way. So you're pregnant. Her recent check at her OB, she tested positive for chlamydia. Did you read? I don't know if we did. I don't remember. I think maybe, I don't know if we just talked about it or if we actually did it. Um, and this, she says, I've never had an STD before in my life. So I am and imagine my shock. I never thought this would happen. I literally blacked out and went home and kick his ass mode. When they got home, they flipped, you know, she flipped out, busted out in tears and she lost her shit. Not only does this mean that he cheated on her, he fucked someone else raw, but he gave her her first STD. He cried with me, swore on everything that he never cheated on me, never had intercourse with another woman since we've been together. She's not stupid. It doesn't make sense. He's trying to convince her that he must have had it from a relationship prior to them being together. He said, that I think we did talk her. about this on did an we episode. Figure out if, if you can carry chlamydia and not have. Yeah. Like for that many I think years? I looked it up, right? I looked it up. I think, okay, let me look you, you finished that, but I think. I think we were so disgusted by this. Maybe we didn't. I know. I was like, maybe we didn't get to the answer. We just talked shit about him, which we might just talk shit about, (laughs) which is, you know, he needs to be, have shit talked about him. So he's trying to convince them as a relationship prior to the being together. So he hasn't been checked out for an STD since a few years before them. Is that even possible? Um, 
once you're infected, you you can infect someone else. But sometimes only one partner will have symptoms, even though both have the disease. That's why notifying your sexual partner about the results. Okay, can one partner test positive for chlamydia and the other negative? For one partner to test positive and the other negative, even if you've had sex without condoms, mostly this explains by luck and the role of the, the risk factors. So th that was something that I was saying. It was like maybe this guy did have it and didn't know it. Wouldn't she have been like, okay, so she, this is her fourth kid, third kid or fourth kid. And if it's all the same baby daddy, that means that for four years or however many years, he's just been with her. Mm -hmm. And if he had it from a prior relationship at any one of her other OB checkups, she would have come up positive. I don't think it can lie that many years dormant in someone's system. I mean, it could be, you can still have it, but not have it be, not have symptoms, but you're still going to test positive for it if you have it. So he's saying that he's had it before their relationship and he just hasn't been checked out. Well, she would have gotten it over the last four years. Is don't you think? Is it okay? If two people who don't have an STD have sex, it's not possible for either of them to get one. It's not possible for either of them to get one. A couple can't create an STD for nothing. Okay, so yeah, I mean, he, yeah, that's a lying fucking sucker. He's lying. He's fucking yeah. lying. Because otherwise, she would have gotten it in the last four years. Yeah, They've been together. Like, if he had it from a pre prior relationship, it didn't like disappear and then come back again. Yeah, you it's know, not. It's I not mean, like herpes. It's not like <laughs> it's not there. So, uh, <laughs> so you can't get it. Oh, whoops, it, it surfaced. It's, it's here. Surfaced. It's here. You don't touch me. Don't touch me. Please. You know what? Why don't you? How about she bring him with her to her gynecologist? Yeah. And yeah. the gynecologist can tell him in front of you or tell you in front of him that it's not possible that he's had chlamydia for four years. They've been in the relationship and he's just now finally given it to her. That would be awesome to see that. I want to be that gynecologist to be in that room to get that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right? I mean, people are so dumb. Yeah, girlfriend. Um, but I don't know. What would you do? You've got fucking four. You're, you're pregnant. Like, this is the last yeah. thing you need. Oh my God. That's I crazy. I mean, also like you could, I think, I, I don't know what it does to the baby. Like, I don't know if there's, I know like when you get chicken pox, when you're pregnant, the baby could be at risk. So I don't know, you know, with sexually transmitted diseases, what, what, um, what the risks are for, for being pregnant, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, have you always been like super yeah. Have you ever been like super safe with that and stuff? No, like, fuck no, I've just been super no? lucky. No way. Are you <laughs> kidding? I've been so stupid. I mean, do you, like, no, I, yes, no, I have had very, I've had partners unprotected that I really should not have like really yeah. should not have. Yeah. Same, same guys. Stupid, just stupid, stupid fucking know, shit. So stupid. So stupid. <laughs> I mean, you it's like, it's the same thing. It's like easy. Dude, well, you're just like, cause I've not, well, I like, I've, the thing is, I know, I don't think I've had sex with someone that I didn't know, like yeah. at least over the years or through other people, I never like yeah. met some random out and didn't, didn't have a connection somewhere along the way with them. So I guess you, I just trusted because they were ran in the same circle or kind of knew them through so-and-so, or you met through so-and-so, you know? Um, no, that's not true. I think I've maybe a couple of times I've, I've done the a uh yeah, a, a, so a I have a story. I have a yeah. Tell me I have a story. a story to share. I have a story to share. This is fucking crazy. So an ex of mine um 
that I was with for a very, very long time, I, we were like kind of on the, like everything was like going downhill and lying and cheating and all this shit. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to find out the fucking truth. So I went through his shit and I went through one of his journals and I started reading it and it was like about his ex relationship. I was like, okay, I'm not going to find anything. But then in it was STD and it was like, underline 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 and he was like um i'm freaking out because i feel like she gave me an std and i was just like what and he's like i i've got to go and so i was like i need i need to ask him i was like i need if he's fucking aware of this but then i also was like fuck he's gonna know that i was going through shit i was like man and so uh, but like what do you do how do you and so i did how do you make up a story did you so then I, you know, but, but this is what's so crazy is like, I, I chose not to tell him that I was going through his shit and I just went and got tested, but I was just like, fuck, like me now I would be right. like, yo, what is this? Yeah. What is yeah. happening? Yeah, you have sure. an STD, tell me, <laughs> you know, but I remember that was the only time that I. Oh, you're cutting out. I'm losing you, Scout. I can't hear you. Oh, no. Uh, there you are. There you are. Okay. Now I can hear. I could Dude, hear you the entire time, FYI. I think you just freeze, and then I just, I'm worried that it's not recording audio. Oh, okay. It's recording once you on freeze, my... I can't hear you. It's recording on oh. your end. Okay, good. Yeah, it's recording on my end, but. Okay, good. Technologically challenged. No, guys, um, it's just my fucking internet. I have, like, five routers in this goddamn house. You got to get fucking Spectrum or whoever it is over there to, like, I think so. yell at them. Well, apparently it's just my computer. So I don't know if my MacBook is just old as fuck and doesn't work anymore. How old is it? Um, Pretty old. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe I should update it. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, can I read this? Um, I'm going to read this little little thing from... um, I don't know if she wants her to say her name. But anyway, she goes, episode 32, orgasm. (laughs) Says, hey girls, I love you. I was laughing at your last podcast episode because I wasn't able to have a vagina (laughs) vagina orgasm during sex until I was in my 30s. Oh, wow. I can have an orgasm just through vaginal penetration. This is the first guy I've dated that has, it has happened with LOL. So ladies, it is possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's fucking possible. Alicia, <laughs> tell everybody this man's name. <laughs> tell him, please. He needs a fucking medal. <laughs> I don't really know. Maybe do it's you just you, girl. Do you no. know anybody? I don't no. know anybody that can do it just from that. No. Girls, let us know. Let us know. But I watch porn and they do it. Well, they're always touching themselves, though. Yeah, yeah, they are constantly touching themselves. Yeah. I don't think it's accurate. All right, you got another question over there, darling? I do, I do. Let me see. Actually, it was more, um, it was more, wait, hold on. I don't have another question. I just have those two questions. Actually, I want to talk about this because we we talked about it on the live and I kind of want to, I think it's good, the stuff that we came up with. So I kind of want to share it on this as well. Um, mm-hmm. How to introduce your partner to anal. Oh, right. 
why have I like blocked out some of the shit we talked about on the live? I don't know if I like went to my happy place or like what was going on or if I just like left the building. I totally forgot about that. Like, ah! Oh my God, I was. Yes. Because I think didn't someone yell out, butt plug? Or was that Felissa? She might have been the one. That was Felissa. Or that might have been me. Maybe. (laughs) Butt plug! (laughs) Oh, I think I said spit on it. Yeah, you did say spit on it. Spit on it. I mean, I, I guess it's like, how do you, as a man, let's just say as a man, let's do a man perspective and then we'll do a women's perspective. As a man, if a man wants to have anal, how does he approach that with his female partner? Danielle? I mean, I think if you don't like, if you kind of just, the dude just sort of rubs his finger around there and kind of tests the water. Like, I think if the woman is open literally to it or backs up into it, or like, you know, like she's sort of, you know, enjoying it. Then I think that's, you know, something that you can discuss and make that happen. I think you'll get, I think you got to just kind of just try just, just, you know, but, and you'll know very quickly, gentlemen, you'll know very quickly if she's not into it because she'll be like, yep, oops, wrong hole, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. Um, I, I remember when my, um, the only, the first partner actually, no, 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 I had an incident where that happened and it was actually with a friend with benefits that I had always had a crush on. And I remember I went over for like a late night hookup and we were having one thing led to another and we had sex. And then he, he did that. And I was so drunk that I didn't really process what was happening until the next day. And it hurt like a fucking, oh shit. Bit. It hurt so bad. Um, so then I was like, I'm never going to do that again. It was like a bad taste in my mouth because I, I just didn't really know what was going on. I was so wasted. Um, so I don't advise that. I don't advise trying something like that with a partner when they are intoxicated because they might regret it or whatever. Obviously I suggest doing that when you guys have talked about it prior and then maybe we start drinking, but never. Yeah, that's it's good. I, talk strong. about it prior. Yeah, talk about it prior. You know? Get get the let's let's try it, and then yeah. I would drink, and then I would drink. Yeah. Yes, for sure, that drink. Yeah, yes. and that that was like an ex boyfriend of mine that you know he he had mentioned it to me so many times that he wanted to do that, and I was like, well, maybe we need to do it somewhere like really magical, so we rent like like somewhere nice and like I don't know, somewhere like I I can feel safe or whatever. Right. And, um, so we, we did, we rented like an Airbnb and, and there was no like strings attached to like doing that. I just like wanted like, you know, it with your partner and knowing and like trying a finger, trying two fingers. And then, you know, like, just like seeing if it is anything that you guys are wanting to do right. or feels good or feels nice and slow. Yes. Slow. slow. And little, a quarter of an inch at a time. And then I've also advised women, if you put a vibrator um, on your clit and then you do it, it does help gentle, like, you know, make the process a little bit more gentle. Oh, look at you um, with all of help, the, help all women. of the, the, the tips of the trade over there. I just think, I just think that, that helps. I mean, it's not like I fucking do that all the time. Like actually not at all. I don't, <laughs> I don't do it very much anymore at all. But, um, when I was with that partner, that was it's Tom, that is, is, is Tom into it or not into it? Um, I think the first, the only time that we've done it, I think Tom was like, what, what, what do you, what do you want me to do? What? I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. You know? And, and then of course, cause he was worried and then. I was trying to, I was, then it ended up hurt. I was just like, okay, let's just, you don't have to do this. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm thinking about you because you're scared and blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's fine. 
I was like, we'll try it some other time. So you haven't revisited it. No, no. But then it, you know, it, it was also just because I remember that it did feel good with an ex of mine. And I was like, okay, so then I know that this feels good, but I think it might just be that part. You know what I'm saying? That person. I'm, yeah. And I think this is something new. And, and the way that Tom and I have sex is just like, it's, we don't need that. Right. You know, I don't need that to, to like get off or whatever. Right. You know, and that, and that past relationship, it's like, that one was just a little bit more dirtier. <laughs> Are there things that, that, um, your past relationships or Tom, I don't know if you want to say specifically him has asked for that you wouldn't, that you like, were like shocked that he wanted to, or that you, that he wanted to try that you would, you know, didn't know that he had a thing for, have you guys had those conversations? Shit. I don't, you're frozen again. I can't hear you. Damn. It was a juicy question too. Think about like, like, you know, conversations and like, um, like different things. But I think the only thing that I probably wouldn't like be into doing is role-playing. I know Felicity was talking about it a lot, but like, that doesn't interest me. No. I mean, maybe like, like 20 years of marriage, then maybe I want to be like Mr. and Mrs. Smith or something, but like role-playing and like, and like sex swings, like that shit doesn't, I feel like in my early twenties when we were like cool girls, you know, syndrome, then I feel like maybe, but I I don't think there's anything that I, you know, that I've been doing in my relationship all. What about you? I feel with, with, in my relationship, I had a boyfriend actually in my twenties that every time we had sex, he would put his finger in my ass. It was like right before he came, he would stick his finger, his thumb in my butt. It was like, it was like, it just was fucking inevitable. I was like, that's, and as soon as he did it, he came, it was like, so you're like, okay, I guess that's his thing. Um, and funny because I was, you know, early twenties. So we never actually really talked about it. It wasn't like we had ever had a discussion afterwards. Like, oh, that's what works for you. It was just like, okay, he, that's just that's just him. Um, yeah. And it was always like the littlest bit, but it was still like a, like his thing. So I was never like sort of I was sort of here nor there about it. Um, with my husband, he yeah. definitely when I given it's when I give an inch, literally, like mm-hmm. it's he's like it's like opening up fucking Pandora's box. Literally, it's like if I give the 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 okay for whatever, it's like it will just escalate from there yeah, no, to like no. God fucking knows what. So I have to always just sort of like just because I'm super into this tonight doesn't mean doesn't you know, mean I don't want it every night. time. Yeah, please, yeah. God fucking please. That's so, like every that's every relationship. Is that, 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 I think that's a man thing. Okay, so that's good to know. That is really good to know because I I agree with you a hundred percent. Like you, you've got to like judge the like situation you can't go backwards almost. Yeah. It's like, you got to be careful what you bring in because then you're like, fuck, I don't know if I can keep that up all the time. Or you just communicate after and go, oh my God, that was, that felt good. That was strange. Right. Hmm, I'm not sure if I wa- would want to do that again. Or like that was, that was fun in the, in that time, that moment. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would never do. No, but, it, but it's so funny. Like the, the, the finger thing, like, I, like guys, like, you know, you, you, you know, they play with your, your asshole yeah. and then you're like, Oh yeah, it feels really good. Okay. Thank you. I'm just trying to, okay. What are you doing over there? Yeah. But then because you did it that time, they just are like, Oh my God, she likes it. Every yeah. single time. You're like, can no. you, d- d- 
I think I actually said the other night to him, if you put, if you try to stick it in my ass, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> I mean, it was something along those lines. Like that's not going to happen right now. I'll fucking sock you. <laughs> oh yeah. That, I think that's exactly what I said. I'll fucking sock you in the face. But we were like, you know, obviously just playing around. He was, cause he was like, again, testing the waters. Yeah. I was like, not tonight, yeah. buddy. Like, I want it like this. And, you know, yeah. sorry. my fucking butt. Um, oh, my God. That's <laughs> hilarious. Okay, shall we do a 911 call before we get into your case? Out. Talk 911 to me. <sighs> okay, I'm going to try to be light, but, like, I'm I'm sorry if I'm not. Okay, oh. guys? I'm sorry if I'm not. All right, which one am I going to do here? Um, uh, okay, let's just do this one. This one has 4.3 million um, wow. views on it and stuff. So let's turn this up. Can't hear it. Can't hear it. Okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, I know why. <laughs> Scout is blonde and she has her headphones, headphones on. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, why don't you, why aren't your headphones plugged into your microphone? Because I can't get it to do it. So it's just like right on here, you know? And I, but I hate hearing like so much sound. So I just put them on. Um, all right, here we go, guys. Let's just make sure that this is back. Okay. What's going on? Um, I'm not sure. Why are you calling 911? Why are you calling 911? What's the emergency? Okay, never mind. You don't know why you called 911? Yes, I do. Okay, then why did you call? Okay. Do I have to stay right now? Yes. Okay, then never mind. Are you able to talk or is there someone? Okay. Are you in danger? Yes. Okay. Um, Has someone kidnapped you? I don't know. Does this person know you've called 911? No. Okay. Okay, then just pretend like you're talking to your friend and I'll see if yeah. I can't get somebody to help you. Do you know what mile marker you're at? Um, I don't, I'm not sure. Are you in a truck? Yes. Okay. My sister. Want to know. And, and why can't you talk? Are you afraid he's going to hurt you? Yes. Okay. Has he already hurt you tonight? Yes. Okay, I'm I'm getting help your way. Just stay on the phone, okay? Okay. Did you turn the lights off to the car? Yeah. Okay. Yes, where he, where she is. Yeah, so they, so they ended up tracking the her. The can see you still, so don't worry, okay? Okay. Oh, you're frozen. Never, are you okay? Do not move! so calm to be a 911 operator and know that like someone's being kidnapped or someone's being hurt and they can't really talk to you so you like have to know like the questions like there's this one 911 call that I actually was gonna play was like um I'll play it the next episode but she was like trying to order a pizza Mm. she's like you know that this is 911 yes if I order you know and she's like trying to like 
you know? Right. Oh, that's a really good idea. Right. There should be, there should be something online. We should post something to, um, you know, sort of like keywords to say, or things to say, yeah. or there should be something where, where if you're in danger, you can call them one and know, cause I wouldn't have even like when I, when I first, when I, when you just started playing that, I had no idea. I just thought, oh, she did something really bad and doesn't want to admit it over the phone because she doesn't want to be caught. Like, that's what I thought. I didn't think that oh, okay. she was in danger. Yeah. I would yeah. have never thought to even ask that. I know, I know, but you know, like you don't want to give it away when you're in that situation, you want to act as normal as possible and be like, nothing's wrong. And, and what are the things you can say that this person next to you is not going to catch on Right. you calling for help. Right. You know? Um, I mean, I think that's super smart. I, I know that there is something that women now write on their hands or something, um, that can, identify if someone's being abused or held against their will or. I know I've seen stuff, um, in bathrooms for like sex trafficking numbers. Like yes. if, you, if you're, you know, being, you can call, which of that's, I've just been seeing a lot more of that recently. Yeah. Um, which I can't even believe that that is a thing, which blows my mind. Like I, I just don't understand it. Um, wow. Do you have another 911 or should I go into our case? Um, how, how long is your case? You want to do another one, another one, one more, we'll do one more 911 and then I'll read the case. Okay. All right. Now let's see here. What is the address to your emergency? What is it? Fourth, fourth street laundry mat. You're at the laundry mat? No, I'm, I'm in the bedroom with them. You don't know what color the house is? A woman pleading for help. Dude, this girl was in like being abducted and she was in the room with him and she got this guy's cell phone to be able to call 911 and he was sleeping. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just, I just like think about this. Like that's like my fucking, one of my feet, like my fears, like people are like, what are you afraid of? I'm afraid of getting abducted and fucking yeah, and tortured, like, tied and, up and tortured yeah. because we do all these fucking horror movies and that's what happens. Do you think that's what it is? Do you think, have you done? Yeah, you've done. How many movies have you done where you've been tied up and like oh, fucking tortured? So many, so many, so many <laughs> or I'm doing it or I'm doing yes. it, you know, but you're still feeling it, you know, but like, I'm so terrified of that. Yeah. I am absolutely terrified of that. That does, that's not the way that I want to go. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's just so scary because that shit happens all the fucking time. And I I think of something. mm -hmm. I saw something on the news. Um, I think it was the news the other day. I don't remember. I've watched such little TV. So I don't know if it was like something I was flipping through on the Instagram or if it was on the news. Um, There was a man finally caught for kidnapping and and almost, and trying to kill like, like a nine-year-old, like he slit her throat ear to ear. Have you seen this? No, I just, I just saw it quickly. So tell me. Okay. She didn't know. He didn't know. This was like 20 years ago. I think he didn't know that she survived. So it's like however many, you know, two decades later or whatever, and they were finally able to match the DNA and the cops bring him in to see if he's ever encountered this little girl, you know, whatever, 20 years prior. And then when the, I think the, the cop says something, the text something along the lines of like, well, you'd be proud of the way she turned out. 
and the guy breaks fucking down hysterically crying and is like, she's alive. She's alive. Like it was so, it was so insane. I, again, I, I don't, I, if you guys know what I'm talking about, then message us. Cause I can't remember what the fuck I saw it on. It might've been, it was late at night, but I was like, I cannot even believe that. You know, Holy you have, shit. And once you, when you fuck, when you kill somebody or you hurt somebody, I don't understand how you don't think about it every single second of every single day. Yeah. How are you not yeah. waiting, waiting to be caught, waiting for some, I mean, is that the fun of it? Like, what is it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just have such a guilty conscience. I don't, I could never live with something that I did to somebody in my, in my gut. I just couldn't do it. You know yeah, what I mean? No way. I hold on to shit. I, I feel guilty for shit that I did in my twenties, which is just like a bit bad to that person or like didn't treat that person so well or whatever. Like I can't, I, I can't, there's no way. I, I don't know. I don't know how people do that shit. It's nuts. Okay. Let me read you. Ready? Ready for me to talk true crime to you? Yes. Talk scary to me. Talk okay. Scary. So this just the, talk scary to me. Talk scary to me. Um, <laughs> are we going to do an episode where we just talk like this? Like this. Ah, Louis Brian thing. No, because too many people are going to get hard-ons. <laughs> it's like a thing. And weird. <laughs> I hate when somebody whispers in my ear. I can't stand yeah, it. Hot like, fucking ah. breath in my ear. Get away from me. Yeah, Gross. No. <laughs> um, okay. So this I, I read on CNN. Um, actually, I think I don't know if somebody turned me on to this or I just saw this. Um, so this is uh, from CNN.com. It says her death remained a mystery for 46 years. Did you see this? Shit. Now DNA evidence from a coffee cup at the airport led to an arrest. What? So, yep. For 46 years, the answer to who killed Lindsay Sue Be- Beekler remained a mystery. With the help of DNA lifted from a coffee cup earlier this year, investigators were able to charge a Pennsylvania man with a stabbing of the 19-year-old woman in 1975. Damn. Beekler's aunt and uncle found her dead in her apartment December 5th, 1975, with 19 stab wounds lying on her back with a knife sticking out of her neck and with a tea towel wrapped around the wooden handle. The Lancaster County District Attorney's Office said in a new re- in a news release, she had just come back from the grocery store, investigators said, and the bags from the market were left on the dining room table. Over the years, detectives from Manor Township Police Department and the Pennsylvania State Police conducted investigations into the homicide following multiple leads and clearing dozens of people, the DA's office said. Evidence was sent to several labs and multiple suspects interviews were completed, the, DNA, the DA's office reported. Genetic genealogy analysis used DNA from the crime scene and ultimately identified David Sinopoli, 68, as a suspect, according to the DA's office. Sinopoli was arrested at his home on Sunday without incident, was arraigned, and is being held at Lancaster County Prison without bail. This arrest marks the beginning of the criminal process in Lancaster County's oldest case homicide, and we hope that it brings some sense of relief to the victim's loved ones and to community members who, for the last 46 years, had no answers. In 1997, the Lancaster County District Attorney's Office said it submitted evidence from the crime scene for DNA analysis, and a male DNA profile was lifted from Beekler's underwear. Three years later, the DNA profile was submitted into a national database, also known as CODIS, C-O-D-I-S, to see if there was a match with a known criminal offender. Typically, if a person is a known offender, they wouldn't be in the CODIS system, and therefore no match would present itself, which was the case here, the DA's office explained. In January 2019, the investigation gained new traction after it was taken on by the Lancaster DA's attorney's cold case unit, which enlisted the help of 
Parabon Nanolabs months later to analyze DNA obtained in the case. Sinopoli was identified as a possible person of interest. Cece Moore, researcher with, Para, with Parabon Nanolab, said, because there weren't any individual genetic matches to the suspect's DNA, Moore had to try a novel, non-traditional route to narrow down the potential suspect, she said. Given Sinopoli's Italian ancestry, Moore studied geographical and immigration patterns as well as associated surnames and determined the person linked to the DNA sample had ties to Gasparina, a town mm. in the region of southern Italy. Damn. There, were, there were very few individuals living in Lancaster at the time of the crime that were the right age, gender, and had a family tree consistent with these origins. So this allowed me to prioritize candidates whose descent was determined to be exclusively from families with origins in Gasparina. Sinopoli and Beekler had lived in the same four-unit building of the apartment complex at one point. Adams said during a news conference on Monday, but did not specify when. Other than being neighbors, Adams did not elaborate on how the pair might have been connected. Investigators kept a close watch on Sinopoli through surveillance, and on February 11th, investigators surreptitiously obtained DNA from Sinopoli from a coffee cup he used in and threw into a trash can before yeah. traveling to the Philadelphia International Airport. <laughs> this has been a never-ending pursuit of justice in this case and has led us to identifying and arresting Sinopoli. Lindy Sue Beekler was on the minds of many throughout the years. Certainly law enforcement never forgot about Lindy Sue. And this arrest marks the first step to obtaining justice for her and holding her killer responsible. So somebody oh, profiled God. the DNA, figured out where in fucking Italy he was from, Crazy. figured out based on the DNA, age, race, hair color, eye color, whatever, and then traced yeah. it back to who of that descent was living in that area at that time. This is Fuck fucking, yeah. And, and was able to track it down and then watched him and then took a fucking coffee cup from the garbage. Yeah. When he threw it away on his way to the airport, Lottie dog oh, going on yeah, vacation he and he's fucking arrested for fuck stabbing someone a million times and leaving her with a knife in her neck. Fuck yes. Justice is, Justice served, is bitch. served. Exactly. <laughs> Fucker think so, you can do it and so get away with the it. The girl that the girl that picked me up from the air, like Horicon, she does this stuff. That's what she does. So she loves our podcast. Like she she like does the DNA, like all that kind of stuff. Oh so she was God. like, she's like, I love that shit when you guys talk about it. And I was like, I mean, that this shit has come a long way, a long way, a long way. And I'm way. so happy that they're able to to do that and and find justice for people Dude, that like exhume bodies 20 years later and get DNA or get shit off of them and match them with people like that oh, yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, it's pretty fucking incredible. It really it's incredible, is incredible, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that, she, that her family now can have some sort of peace. Yes. I'm, you know, six-year-old man, like your fucking, fucking life is 46 over. 46 years later, they're able to figure this out. Can't imagine being that woman's, you know, hopefully her mom is still alive. You know, hopefully yeah. the family's is mom and dad are still alive to get that call to say, we finally got him. And you what know, that must um, feel like, or does that bring back up stuff? You think probably. sometimes you just want it to kind of go away. Right. Cause now they've got to go to like, see him get sentenced and all of that. I mean, I don't think it ever goes away. I really don't. I don't think it, that that goes away. Obviously I'm sure it gets easier over time, but I'm sure this brings so much fucking peace, you know, and now this big question mark in their yeah. minds, you know, now she can go, you know, go on with her life and and die restfully knowing that she knows what happened and who Don't the you fuck wish when you watch some of these that the criminal would just like admit and tell how they did it 
Like when yeah. you know someone's killed someone and they've buried them somewhere, it's like, but they don't want to tell you, even though they're like going to, you know, to the electric chair or whatever, or lethal yeah. injection. It's like you, you're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. Anyway. You're in jail forever. Why, what is it? This power, this control, this fucking weird shit that makes you want to hold on to it and not let the family have some closure by letting them know where, where their loved one remains and letting them lay to rest. You know, well, I think they, they I mean, he had 46 years. He probably thought he was going to get away with it. Oh, and, of course he and, did. And in his mind, do you think he remembered? Probably. He just probably, it didn't bother him. It didn't phase him enough to go on through his life 46 later. I mean, does he have grandkids? Does he, was he married? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like these people, like, it, it just, it's just like a, another, another memory. I want to know? know, like, I, I hope he's able to tell them why he did it. Yeah. Like take, so. take accountability for it and apologize and tell them, tell them why. I mean, I'm a, yeah. he, he's not old. So he was young when he, when he did it, obviously, mm-hmm. um, doesn't give, doesn't excuse it, but, um, but I, I, yeah, I hope he's able to give them some, some peace of mind and she can I mean, finally rest. So that, that's like, that's like hunting someone that's, that's yeah. hunting someone. You're their neighbor. You live in their same ap- apartment complex and you, are waiting for the perfect time to go and assault this woman. And whether you wanted to kill this person or not, I mean, 17 fucking stab wounds. And in and, 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 and her like, neck, left yeah. it left the knife in her fucking yeah. neck, in the back of her neck or the side you of know, her neck. I can't express this. And I do this now, but there's this woman that recently just um, ended up dead. It was a woman that literally left her house um, somewhere here in California, left her house in people were wondering like what the fuck happened she left her house to go to the grocery store and never came back and then was found in a parking lot like two days later like women check your surroundings constantly i'm always doing phone. that get and off your always, fucking yes phone get off your phone off your present phone. always check your surroundings like like let's check our motherfucking surroundings i have pepper spray now on my keychain oh, yeah. like always have like 911 on speed dial or someone else on speed you know what i'm saying like just Make sure you are checking your surroundings when you're getting it. It's daylight or not. I mean, this girl, it was like morning. It's like, it was like 11, 11 a.m. in the morning. Probably more shit happens during the day because people are not, are, it's more unassuming. That's something, you know, they're going to get, they're going to get them. Yeah, totally. And there's, and isn't it on your phone? Like when you, when you press both buttons at the same time, it alerts, it's not, it's an emergency call. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Let, let me see on your phone. Yes. So if you press both, you see, if you press both side buttons at the same time, you can it, emergency OS. Did you know that? Oh yeah. No, I didn't know that. That's good to know. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I know hold, that that comes up. Hold the on button and the top volume button. Mm-hmm. If you push it and hold it together, it, it, uh, it gives you the option to do an emergency. So it calls, it calls 911, I guess for you. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good Which to is know. Great, Cause then it can track you. So the top, it'll say slide to power off. You just yeah. slide to power off or you, you can slide. So if you do happen to have your phone and you feel like something's happening or you're feeling uncomfortable, it's better to, um, ask for help and have, and not need it than to not ask for help and need it. Completely, completely agree guys. Oh, oh stay safe us. out there guys. Stay yes. safe out there. Stay Always. safe. Don't look committee. Don't get chlamydia. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't end up with a fucking slacker man. Get him out of your house. And, uh, and, um, ask permission for butt sex guys. All right. Yeah. Love y'all. Happy Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories if you're brave enough. (laughs) 